Welcome to the Can You Relate podcast, where our goal is to show you that you're not alone in your pain and struggles, and that God can redeem any situation in your life. Join us, your hosts, Amy and Mallory, as we discuss tough topics many of us deal with and talk with other women about their stories of redemption. Can you relate? Well, welcome everyone to Can You Relate? I'm Amy. And I'm Mallory. And I am so excited because today we are going to hear from Mallory. We're going to hear part of her story. And so just to give a little bit of background, um, Mallory is a wife and working mother of three young kids, uh, but there were definite twists and trials along her journey up until now. And her story is one that God has called her to share to help other women who feel lost in this world of dating and relationships, which I think so many women can um, relate to. Mallory had wanted for so long to be married and have children for all the right reasons, but just kept falling into the same mistakes and traps that many women do, leaving her defeated and empty until God. So let's listen in. Welcome, Mallory. Yeah, I'm thank so, you, Amy. So excited to hear your story today. I've heard it many times, but um, I think it resonates with with many women. So why don't you tell us a little bit about where, where everything begins for you? Yeah. Um, well, I have been a Christian all my life. I grew up in the church, but I would say my true relationship with God started in high school, personally seeking him, you know more than just Sunday attendance. And uh, it's been a slow stair-stepping process for me um, through life just to become closer and closer to him. Um, Definitely have some strongholds that he's had to work on for me. And honestly, one of them has just been relationships. Um, It's always been something that I know now that I've idolized and I kind of had to come to it in in a real hard way. Yeah. So when you say relationships, are you referring to like dating and that type of thing? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Romantic relationships. Um, you know, like you said in, in the intro, I've always had a heart, um, you know, a loving heart and always wanted to be a mother, always wanted to be a wife. And like you said, I believe they were for good reasons. I just had my priorities all out of whack and I wasn't willing to see, um, that they were. Honestly, I don't, when I look back, I don't think I could see that they were. Um, so yeah, just, you know, we all go through, I'm sure a fair amount of (laughs) relationships and dating and things like that. But my, you know, the one that really was a turning point for me, um, I had a college boyfriend of about five years, a really good guy. I cared for him very much, really loved his family too. Um, you know, we were all Christians. We all went to church together. It really, on paper, we looked really good. And um, I remember I was waiting patiently or maybe impatiently to get engaged. And finally, uh, when we did, I remember thinking, man, this is good, too good to be true. But it wasn't in like a positive way. It mm-hmm. was, it was kind of weird. And um, I think deep down looking back, I knew that things were not right. Um, I knew that my relationship with, with God was moving um, closer and um, there were things standing in the way of me pursuing him further and more wholeheartedly. And so we were engaged and I was busy wedding planning and starting uh, nursing school. 
and things just started to unravel. Um, I remember sitting in a class one day and feeling the Holy Spirit prompt me to go to his house afterwards because I, I knew things weren't right. And so I remember walking in and it was the middle of the day and he was sitting in the living room staring towards the TV, um, but it wasn't on and mm. everything was just silent. Nobody else was in the house and it was just, it felt numb. And I knew in that moment things were just not right and this was it. Um, we had very minimal conversation back and forth. It felt like I was talking to a stranger wow. versus who I was engaged to. And um, I told him, you know, if I take this ring off now, this is it. You know, I'm walking out. This is it. And I was just met with silence. And so I took it off. I had no idea what I was doing and walked out the door. And I had no no idea of what would be next. But when I got into my car, I sat there and grabbed the steering wheel. And in the next breath, I could, you know, in one of the most audible audible voices I've ever heard from God, he just told me, it's okay. I'm with you. Mm. Wow. And, you know, I wish I could say that that was it. <laughs> and from then on, I lived my life for God and all was better, but that just wasn't the case. Um, I did seek him more earnestly, I will say. I remember getting into the word more, um, reading a daily devotional. I actually had a, a wonderful experience uh, my first time single in a long time, going to Easter Sunday church all by myself. Um, very po powerful message, but I still had uh, relationships, romantic relationships, the, the idea of marriage as an idol, and I just didn't know it. Yeah. You had this longing, right? I did. Longing. I did. And, you know, so I was on this path seemingly drawing closer to God, but um, really I just, I felt the need to be loved by another human. I felt like that was going to be what fulfilled me. Yeah. Um, so honestly, just a few months after um, my wedding was canceled, I canceled all the plans um, and just had to move on. Um, I ended up meeting a guy, um, reconnecting from somebody with somebody from high school who happened to be on my softball team, mm -hmm. um, that we were starting up in the summer and, uh, really good guy, no business, uh, that I had jumping into a relationship, but I did because I hadn't learned, um, my lesson. Um, we had a lot of fun. It was comforting because I knew him already you know, I feel like felt like I could trust him. Um, but as time went on, I saw a lot of insecurities and anxieties and honestly, just me putting him in that improper place, um, seeking fulfillment from him and from that, that things once again started to unravel and uh, it just kind of went downhill from there. Hmm. Um. Like I said, I, f I feel like anxieties came out. Um, I, I did not give myself time to heal from the past hurt. I knew, I knew that God wanted me to dig deeper into him. And it was almost like I was living two lives simultaneously, like parallel to each other. Like um, one was into Bible study and into church and into knowing God more. And the other one was just following along the path I always did 
with relationships, you know, no boundaries, not, not really living like I was a Christ follower in the way that I pursued that. So. Yeah, that's interesting. I think, um, I think a lot of people can relate to that, especially, you know, women, because I think deep inside of our hearts, there's this longing to be loved that we, you know, we spend so much time searching to fill Yeah, and we always come up empty. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I completely agree. And, you know, it wasn't that I, when I look back, I, I don't know why I was looking for that specifically to fill me. I think through life, you know, depending on where we're at, we can fill we can try to fill ourselves with all sorts of things, but that just was it for me for the yeah. longest time. But yeah. Um, so what happened next? So like I said, we we dated and we'd have some highs and some lows just because of <laughs> the things that I mentioned. Um, but once again, like I said, I could feel it unraveling and it wasn't even that long after. I think I want to say we dated maybe eight, nine months. Um, and then another breakup came. Well, let me pause here to ask you a question. So yeah. you mentioned having these kind of two separate lives where one was seeking God and the other was just kind of going along with kind of what the world tells us you should do is kind of jump from relationship to relationship. Yeah. So was this, this guy that you were dating, was he a believer? <laughs> I know he believed in God. We had conversations. I do remember inviting him to church several times and he, he didn't, he wouldn't. Mm. Um, and honestly, I didn't push it because like I said, I didn't have those boundaries, um, in place, you know, that it was, it was non-negotiable that I wouldn't date somebody or pursue a relationship with somebody who wasn't, you know, truly seeking Christ. And, in turn would help me in my relationship and growth with Jesus. So it just, it wasn't, honestly, it wasn't something that I had to have, Yeah, if I'm being honest. Hmm. Um, I remember wanting him to come with me, but I wasn't going to push it because I didn't, I was afraid that I'd end up single again. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So inevitably I did end up single again. <laughs> Um, I could feel it coming. Like I said, it's, it was coming because I hadn't properly healed and he, he had some things too that, um, he needed to work on as well. And I remember that was rock bottom for me. You know, I had just canceled a wedding the year before. And then this, this new relationship, um, that I had started just failed again. And it was that one-two punch that was really kind of a rock bottom moment for me. And I remember um, thinking like, oh gosh, I really thought that maybe that guy would have been my husband, which is bizarre because I never even thought that about the guy that I was engaged to, which is just <laughs> crazy to think of now. But uh, yeah, a few weeks after that, I was in my living room back to doing devotions, really feeling like everything that I wanted had been taken away from me twice and honestly feeling pretty bad about myself and not knowing if I'd ever come back from <laughs> something right. like that. Just, it was so embarrassing and just hurtful. Um, but I remember being in my living room and praying and it was just the Holy Spirit came in and just compelled me to get on my knees. Um, 
I realized in that moment that the reason things weren't working out is because I was idolizing relationships with men, with humans over God. And in that moment, he opened my eyes and showed me that what I needed was him and that it had to be this way because I was not learning any other way that this is how it must be. And like I said, I fell to my knees and I cried and I just said, I'm done. I'm done trying to live life the way I have been. It doesn't work. I'm ready to give it all to you. And from there, true, true heart change started to develop. Um, more than just reading my devotion, I was talking to him consistently. I was, I was single. <laughs> so I was taking honestly regular days of Sabbath with him. I mean, I was a nurse, so I'd work 12 hour shifts and I'd have a few days off a week. And honestly, if it was a random weekday, I'd go to the gym, go, you know, do some things, whatever. But then there's a park actually by my house and I would literally go and lay on a blanket there. There was a lake. A lot of people kind of camped out like that. And I would listen to worship music and look up in the sky and think of him and talk to him and just mm. honestly just hang out with God. It was it was a, an amazing time in my life. And I grew much, much closer to him in that time. Um, honestly, it was one of the best time periods in my life. And I, I wasn't pursuing a relationship. I wasn't doing anything other than pursuing him. So during that time, did you at any point struggle with those feelings? Or do you feel like God really just showed up in a powerful way that that maybe you hadn't experienced before? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, honestly, thinking back, maybe maybe one or two fleeting thoughts of like, am I ever going to get married? You know, yeah. I, I do still feel like I want to do that, but I was very consumed in just knowing him more. And mm. I felt very peaceful. Like I said, it was one of the best times of my life. I felt alive. Mm. I felt whole and I didn't have any of the things that I thought I needed. I just had what I really needed. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, you know, as I'm pursuing him and, um, doing these things. I had um, a time where I was at my grandma's. I'd go visit my grandparents a lot before they passed just with my extra time, which is, was a, a huge blessing, something I, I wouldn't have done if uh, if I didn't have that time. And I'm so grateful looking back. Um, but I was at my grandma's house up early <laughs> talking to God, having my coffee. And um, this was several months um, into just pursuing him more. And I remember sitting there and him telling me, I'm going to redeem this story for you. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was just audible again. And I'm like, what story? And he's like, I'm going to redeem this story for you. And that's all he'd give me. And honestly, that's all I needed. I was so excited. I had no idea what he was talking about. As I pursued him more, he slowly led me along a path that made me believe that it was going to be redeeming relationships for me, um, giving me the desire of my heart now that my true first desire of my heart was solidly in him. So I was excited and quite honestly, I thought it was going to be my original engagement relationship. I held it, I remember, with a very open hand because 
I had learned my lesson. I was not going to try to plan things, pursue things that weren't of him. So even though that was my inkling, um, I stayed very close to him through all of it. Yeah. So like I said, um, thought that it was maybe (laughs) him. Um, but it turns out, uh, the guy that I rebounded with um, after my engagement, you know, I really felt like I had come full circle in forgiving the past hurt in both my my previous engagement and also this this guy that I had rebounded with that I'd known from high school. Um, and I remember just genuinely thinking, I hope he's doing well. You know, I I'm happy. I'm content. I hope he's doing well, too. I know he's about to graduate school and I really just wish the best for him. And so. I sent him a quick email and said, hey, just wanted to let you know that thinking of you, congrats, you know, with whatever you're doing in the future, best of luck. Kind of, honestly, it was kind of a way to just bring closure to that situation too. And I, I truly did not expect to ever hear from him again. Um, He did reply back and we ended up meeting for lunch like a week later, which was unexpected. And this really beautiful, genuine friendship um, started to come about. And we became really good friends over the next few months. And truly, um, I could see change in him too. He had actually started going to church on his own. And I had seen growth in him spiritually as well. And it was was a much different dynamic than what what I had left. Hmm. And I remember one of my favorite books was The Best Yes by Lisa Turkers. It's still one of my favorites and I highly recommend it. Um, but I remember, you know, I was still in pursuit. God, what is this, you know, redemption story that you have for me? I want, I want to pursue you. I want it to be what you want. And I, I honestly still thought it was <laughs> somehow with my, my previous engagement, but like I said, held it with an open hand and I was reading that book on um, my porch one day and it just popped out and uh, God just revealed to me like this guy, your friend, your friend that um, you dated, he's the one that's supposed to be, he, he's your redemption story. He's the one that is going to be who I have for you. And um once I heard him say that, it all was very clear. I mean, there was honestly a little bit of an internal struggle in me thinking it was maybe the other, but really just enjoying my time and my friendship and um, all of that with with this guy. Um, so I knew that he had no clue and I did something that I've never done before. And I, knowing him as a friend, I just flat out told him like, hey, this is what God told me. I firmly believe this. I've been, you know, walking closely with him. I think that we're supposed to get married. <laughs> Which is so just what was his crazy. response? Um, not not running away. Um, I remember he was very smooth and also reserved and, you know, let me know that he had a couple dates set up with a couple other girls, but that he was open to it. <laughs> And, you know, previously I would have been so devastated, like other girls, like this is the end, like, but I, I firmly believed that this is what God said. And I thought to myself, you know what, it does not matter what the situation is. If God 
if this is God's will for me, it will be. If not, so be it. Um, So he actually moved across the state. Uh, Didn't go on any dates with those girls, but moved across state. And within a month, I remember we just continued to be friends. And I went to visit him. And we had this conversation um, when we were spending time together. And he, he brought it up. He said, listen, I feel the same. And, you know, I'd like to start dating again. And if, if you want to like this, my intention is that it would lead to marriage. And so, yeah, started dating in October, got engaged in January and married the next May to my current husband and only husband. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, you know, the real, the real point of this is, um, this only happened and I knew God gave me this desire of my heart that I wanted because he knew that it was true, but he also knew that if he gave it to me before I had him first, truly first, it was not going to work out. So that's the biggest gift that I take away from this. When I, when I think of it, you know, God loved me so much that he was willing to let me fall and take away everything that I thought I wanted and needed because he knew that it wasn't it wasn't what I needed. And not not until he was confident in the fact that I put him first did he give me that. And I th- I think about it so often now. We would not be where we are. We are by no means perfect, but Christ is in our marriage. Honestly, it seems crazy to say, but I do think about this. I hold our marriage with an open hand. I fully trust and love my husband. But if something, God forbid, were to happen in any aspect, I know that I would be okay because I know God has me. And that's just never been the case before. It was always rock bottom. The world is over. I can't, you know, how am I going to live my life? And that's just not the case anymore. Right. And I think like as you look back now, it all makes sense, right? What God was doing. But in that moment of having everything stripped away and taken away, I'm sure like you felt just completely lost, right? Yeah. I I had no clue how to take another step. Hmm. Yeah. You mentioned, um, you know, with both relationships and those early phases where maybe they weren't the healthiest, Hmm. that there were some red flags. And I know a lot of women struggle in relationships and sometimes they stay in an unhealthy relationship because they don't want to be alone. Yeah. What are some of those red flags that you maybe noticed that? Yeah. Um, One of them, I guess in the first relationship, one of the biggest ones, well, really both was in my heart, as like I said, I had those two parallel lives going, I wanted to place boundaries where I knew boundaries needed to be. And I believe I discussed this in my first relationship um, after that boundary had already been crossed. Mm. And there was a lot of pushback. Um, It was not well accepted. And that that was a red flag to me because I knew God was asking me to pursue more holiness, boundaries, all of that. And, and I would say that was one thing was that boundary being um, not accepted and um, honestly not tolerated. Mm. That was a big one. Um, 
quite frankly, um, in both relationships, at least the first time around, like I said, things had changed a lot in both my husband and I the second time, but um, just not treated as I should be and tolerating it because I was afraid to be alone. I was more, I was more afraid to be alone than I was irritated by the way I was treated, even though I knew it was wrong. And I remember many times with both of them, quite honestly, thinking, this is it. I've had enough. I'm done. But I could never bring myself to do it. And so God had to do it for me. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So I'm curious now that you're married and you have kids, um, you talked about, you know, having this idol, this relationship that consumed you. And we know that many people can struggle with different idols, whatever they might be. How have you, you know, sought to keep that balance with other things, maybe taking that place of God? Because we all have those temptations that come and that, um, you know, we can easily get consumed in different things. Yeah. I definitely think that it's a constant battle. I think that if you tear down one stronghold um, with God, the enemy will desperately work to find something else to put in its place. I think he's very sneaky and very good at it. Um, So I think it's a constant thing that we have to check ourselves in. I know, honestly, one of the things uh, this year, other than, I, you know, everybody does New Year's resolutions. And I remember sitting down and praying like, God, what do you want me to learn this year? What do we, what do you want me to pursue this year? And he very clearly told me that I need to work on my relationship with money. And I was kind of taken back like that because I didn't think I had an issue with money. I'm not a super big shopper. I'm not, you know, I don't do a lot of things for myself that cost money, but Um, as I pursued it more, he's been showing me that money, money has been something that I have idolized more than I thought. So that's Mm -hmm. kind of a current journey that I'm walking through, but I think it's just being open and asking him constantly and examining your heart and being in the word. And he will very lovingly, I know you know this, he very lovingly points out Mm -hmm. things to convict you, not condemn. Right you know, no shame for it. That's not the point. The point is to recognize it and then allow him to change you. Right. Right. That's awesome. Um, I'm curious if you have any verses that were especially meaningful to you during that really dark time. Yeah. You know, two that stuck out. um, Well, one of them actually was the verse that I was reading and praying on the morning that I felt God telling me he was going to redeem this in my life. And it was Isaiah 43, 19. It says, see, I'm doing a new thing. It springs up. Don't you see it? I'm making a way in the wilderness and a stream in the desert. If you think about that, you know, a stream in the desert, that's, that's impossible, but nothing's impossible with him. And we know that. And so as I look back on the way that my life unfolded and the way that he brought something that my husband and I, the way we left things, never could have done on our own. He worked in him. He worked wonders in me. And then he brought us back together. And like I said, neither of us expected it. But once it came to be, it was like, of course. 
It only could have been God. It was. Yeah. There's wow. there's no reason for it other than him. Hmm. So that's and that's been something that's been kind of neat because he's used it in other times in my life when there's been transitions, but that was very vivid to me and I'd never heard that verse before. I remember yeah. flipping to the to that verse and reading it and then him just speaking. Um, another one that really spoke to me during that time and still does, honestly, is Romans 8.28. I know everybody likes that one, but, um, and we know that all things are, um, (laughs) work together. Thank you. (laughs) When you're on the spot, work together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. And that is honestly one, like I mentioned when I was, single and just taking each step each day with him. Um, I clung, I was holding on to that one tightly because I knew that, you know, I had no clue if I was going to get married. I had no clue if I was ever going to date anybody again. I mean, my history was pretty embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it didn't matter to me because I knew that God was good. And I knew that what his plans for me were, were ultimately good. Right. Um, so yeah, I, I still use that one today and I firmly believe that. Yeah. So, you know, just wrapping things up here. Um, I know that I can relate to a lot of your story. I know that many other women can where they're really just, maybe they're in an unhealthy relationship, but they're fearful of being alone. <laughs> and that's, that's where they're finding their value and their worth. Um, what would you say to that woman? who's in that place tonight. Yeah. Honestly, what I would say is that guy, whether he's your husband, your boyfriend, your friend, or somebody that you want to pursue you, he's going to fail you. He's going to hurt you. Um, maybe intentionally, maybe unintentionally, but that longing that you have in your heart to be fully known and loved and pursued and cherished, no man on this earth, no human can live up to that. It's just not in their nature. They weren't intended to do that. But there is somebody who can, and it's God, and he wants to so badly. He wants you to open up to him and allow him to lead you and guide you and pursue you and just love you like you've never been loved before. And I just encourage you, you know, if you've been on the fence, if you've been feeling God pulling at you, trying to call you, but it's hard to, to hard to get off and make that move to do it because he can turn any situation, any scary thing, any new unknown and make it good. And I guarantee you, well, I guarantee you, I don't know what the plans are for you, but I do guarantee you that they're more than you could imagine. They're more than you have planned for yourself and that they are good. Wow. That was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing your story. It was really powerful. And, you know, we share our stories, not because we have it all figured out. You know, we are in process just like everyone else. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think there's something about showing God's redemptive work in our lives And uh, so I thank you so much for your willingness to share your story tonight. Absolutely. Well, thank you all for listening. We uh, will have the scriptures that Mallory mentioned in the show notes. 
and we will have a new episode out two weeks from tonight. So please check back and um, like our show and we will see you next time. Have a good night.